1: A lot of things can get in the way of your day. Colds, allergies, pain. Luckily, Welly now has over-the-counter medicines and drug-free supplements to help with all of that. And it's all made with trusted, science-backed ingredients you need while avoiding the things you don't. So get the relief you need and get right back to it with Welly medicines and supplements. To take 15% off your purchase, use the code GETWELLY at getwelly, W-E-L-L-Y dot com.
2: Or we could do that for a week or a year or 17 years. Which is
1: probably 10
2: more years than I'm going to live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's no way you're
0: going to leave me, Kevin, after Greg dies. There's no way.
1: Okay. I can't.
3: All
2: right.
0: You're going to be my emotional rock. No, you're going to need someone. You're going to probably need a team of people to help you in that situation. Uh, and he's definitely going to die before me, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah.
1: For sure. History defeats Itself is a comedy podcast. Kevin, John, and Greg are not experts, historians, or even all that smart.
0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to History Defeats Itself, part of the Sonar Network of Podcasts. Thanks for listening to our show. History Defeats Itself is a comedy podcast that wonders if we as people learn from the past if we simply repeat and defeat ourselves. My name is Kevin. Their names are John and Greg. How are you guys? Doing fantastic. I'm doing really well. How I'm are good. you doing, Kevin? I'm doing great. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. You look great. You're wearing glasses. You I am wearing glasses. Yeah, I have. I have some sort of a uh, eye thing going on. Is
1: it because you scratch your butthole and then you scratch your eye?
0: It could be. It could be. Uh, it's a sty. I have a sty. Mm. Pink eye sty. It's not pink eye. So can I give you a little sty guy intel? <laughs> is it? Is it the warm cold compresses and baby shampoo?
2: No, oh, okay. it's uh it's you. You take uh, tea tree oil, mm-hmm. and you mix it in with like water, like so. You put mostly mostly water, and then you shake it up. And then every night you you get like a little makeup powder, or whatever, and dab it and wipe your eyes with it. Because the you, what it is is you basically you're getting bacteria in your eyes, and the that actually helps. Because I get styes all the time, and when I use that stuff, I don't get them.
0: Whatever, hippie. <coughs> yeah, I I have uh, there's true.
1: like an old Jewish folktale kind of. A folk medicinal thing, yeah. So what you do is you get a bunch of ground up glass mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, acid and mm-hmm. you mix it all together mm-hmm. and you just like, you just spoon it right into your eye holes. And My eye holes? Supposed- yeah. yeah, your yeah. eye <laughs> holes. And that's supposed to make yeah.
2: you feel much better. It, <clears throat> the the, J- the Yiddish didn't translate really to the word holes. so that's the closest thing. That's
0: the closest so. thing. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. Tell me, how, what's the best way to grind the glass? You did like a pestle and mortar kind of thing. Is that, is that what you're supposed to do? You will, no, that'll get it too smooth. Okay.
1: You want it, you want more shardy. You want it to be shardy. <laughs> shardy. <laughs> also, does it translate well?
0: No, so. definitely not. <laughs> so uh well I appreciate your guys' concern and yeah. advice. John, for real, Greg, eat a dick. Well, I'm gonna take that out. I don't want to say that. A shard a sharded. Oh. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say eat a dick, right? I mean that's kinda like, you know, is that is that bad? So here's the thing:
2: anybody <laughs> who thinks eating a dick is bad should eat a dick. So all right, you can leave it at
0: okay. Well, then I will because it's like
1: I don't know. It's are we going to leave all this into?
0: Well, I think we have to now. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's, there's no context. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, John, uh, Kevin was a little concerned because it makes it sound like eating a dick is really negative. But right. no, no, no. I, I don't, it think, it's, I don't really think it's good. It, maybe I want to eat a dick. Right.
0: So but I said it in like, a negative way. I said, "Well, if you know, you oh, can eat right, a dick, right? You that's know? true. That's true. Oh, well, I didn't take it that <laughs> so, way. But at the so, same time, like, do you really want to eat a dick like that? It, it sounds that's not that's probably not very like. Good. But
1: everybody knows it's not like literally consuming like cannibalizing a dick.
0: But maybe that's what I meant, and maybe it's not a human dick. No, <laughs> I mean they <laughs> have Rocky true. Mountain oysters. You know, <laughs> maybe do. there's the the maybe the dick is in there somewhere. There's too. the Rocky
1: Mountain dick. The, so I <laughs> heard if <laughs> you're eating if you're eating Oysters and it has like that white fluid in it. It's it's semen. If you're eating Rocky Mountain oysters, well, if you're eating oysters, just not (laughs) any oysters, (laughs) just any, and it's like got that white fluid. It's it's actually all semen. Have either of you guys ever had
0: Rocky Mountain oysters?
2: Nope. No. Yeah. I
0: don't know what it is. You you really don't know what it is? I have no idea. Oh, it's uh, it's bull testicles.
2: Yeah. But they're most of the time they're deep fried. I think.
0: Yeah, they're fried or, yeah they're, they're, yeah, they're cooked. I mean, it's not just like, they don't just chop them off and hand them to you. Are they right. tasty? I have I, not had the guts or the balls to do to, it. You have right. the balls, I guess.
3: <laughs>
2: I have not had the Rocky Mountain
0: oysters Wait, oh. to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> On each episode, one of us will pick the topic and do the research, while the other two don't do shit. They don't even know what we're going to talk about until it's revealed here during a recording <laughs> session. It is bowl testicles. I told you that. Would you think I was lying? No. I'm saying that's what the topic is.
3: Oh.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I just real quick want to point out that Kevin and I are both wearing sports shirts.
0: (laughs) So. Yes. I'm wearing a polo. Yeah. Yours does say touchdown on it, but I'm not sure sure the baseball player makes a lot of sense. But it's very ironical. If you understood sports, it would. Apparently, I don't. Follow us on social media, tell your friends how awesome we are, and feel free to email us at historydefeatsitself at gmail.com. Tell us you love us, tell us you hate us, give us a topic idea, give us a cocktail recipe, whatever you want to say. Have at it. We want to, we want to hear from you.
2: And we want to drink something new. A really good recipe for avocado toast. We would appreciate that.
0: Is that, is that one difficult for you, John? Toast know, some bread, I mean, spread some avocado on it, maybe <laughs> maybe a few well, spices. No. Maybe some le- maybe some greens. Yeah, it's the spices. This the spices. It's like I like you to know, put a little free... Frank
1: Frank's, Frank's red sauce on that. Can I tell mm-hmm. you a
0: can I tell you a, a pro tip? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Have you have you guys ever bought uh, everything bagel seasoning? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. That is yes. on
0: avocado toast and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's that's really a really good, good idea. idea. It's really, really good. All right. Well, it's Greg's turn today. Have at it, Greggers. Okay, let's jump on. You know,
1: guys, our last episode was really special for a lot of reasons. Not only was it awesome to broaden our opinion pool by having an intelligent female voice, the topic itself, gender parody, was fascinating. Now, not in the way that John says fascinating every five seconds on the podcast. That's fascinating. Because (laughs) it really is interesting to think about the origins of parody and why we landed where we did in our culture. Considering gender parity inspired me when deciding on our next topic. You got me thinking about relationships. And while we've already discussed dating, marriage, and the seven-year itch, it was only natural to kind of round it out with divorce. Dun-dun-dun! I got a lot to say on this topic. I thought you would. (laughs) <laughs> Touchdown. <laughs> so now I'm gonna turn it over to John Banks. <laughs> I hope you did your research. <laughs> I did. So divorce. Uh, this is, is this fun. is where I put in my notes. Any initial thoughts on divorce boys? Um It's
2: emotionally draining, <laughs> even when it's a good one. <laughs> so, even when you both know we should not be married. It's still emotionally draining. That's that's
1: my thought on that. Okay, so that's you didn't do a lot of research, I guess. <laughs> that's where that ends. Kevin, you want to say anything about divorce? Anything at all, bud?
0: Uh I I don't have a ton of experience with it to be honest with you. My parents are still together. Um, no one in my family. Oh, my sister my sister did get divorced, but she wasn't married for very long. I think you know, I, I'm 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 glad that that who I married is so good for me, and the fact that like I didn't get married too young, because I think sometimes that happens too. You know, you get married young and you don't really, you don't know who you are yet, and things change and all that. But um, you know, I, I, I'm I'm I don't have a ton of experience with it, and that's a good thing. You know, it's rare. It's rare. A lot a lot of people's parents aren't together anymore. So I guess none of our none of our three of our parents got divorced. Right, Craig? No.
1: Your, your parents were divorced, right? No, they were not divorced,
0: no. So that's pretty unusual, to be honest with you, for like three friends to all have their parents still that were that yeah. never got divorced, uh, honestly. My parents did buy individual right. houses. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> they, they did, did that.
0: But that was just a divorce. smart way to keep no, the no, relationship. No, it, was like a, it was a strategy to not get divorced. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> and it worked. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. That's pretty awesome. When I, when I was uh, in my, uh, my tweens, <laughs> mm. <laughs> we didn't call it that back then, I was 12. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So according to Kevin, that was like a hundred and forty four months. But mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in when I was around that age, my parents were having is a, this really a rough this was what Go ahead, say nineteen twenty two.
0: Would that be F D R? Yeah, F D R. So Stop. my parents Stop, we're, were having almost... a really
1: tough time. They it was it overlapped with the time when they owned a record store.
0: Your parents and owned a oh yeah we did talk about that.
1: Yeah, we did. I mean my dad was an aerospace engineer and and <laughs> who who forged his diploma from <laughs> from university? To, well, never mind. I didn't know you <laughs> that's, could do that. That's the whole other topic. <laughs> I don't think you can Batman anymore. And, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think you could do that right now. But uh, they they had a really rough go at it, and I it, it freaked me out. The idea of them getting divorced really scared the shit out of me. And as a child, I remember trying to play uh, peacekeeper.
0: And did you think it was like? Were you legit like thinking it was going to happen? Yes. Oh.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, everyone thought
0: it was going to happen. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Even and, them?
1: Even them. And and I really begged and pleaded and cried and screamed and acted like a little schmuck. You're like, <laughs> so I don't want
0: to go to two Thanksgivings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. But in hindsight, that would have been cool. <laughs> That's true.
2: So my, my dad, a couple of times in our childhood, my dad, I think it got to the point where my parents were talking divorce or whatever, and, and my dad... He asked us, at one time he was just like, hey, he goes, if me and your mom get divorced, who would you want to live with? And I wanted to say my mom, right? But I didn't want to hurt his feelings. But he's like, I'm like, you're crazy. I don't want to live with you. (laughs) And so my brother, who's fucking, my brother's like, I want to stay with whoever gets the house. Because my brother knew my mom was going to get the house. And so my dad was just like, he goes, well, your mom's going to get the house. I'm like, I want to stay with Jason. (laughs) So
1: (laughs) It's funny because Jennifer and I were just, uh, before we started recording, we asked Ray. If we got if we split up, who Ray would want to live with, and we were both trying to like incense we were trying to lobby <laughs> him. Yeah, him just you know because it's you know you want to you want to brag a little bit and say hey stay without stay with me, and uh, so we worked it out though. <laughs> we <We're not, laughs> did we're he not pick? <laughs> We're
0: not. He couldn't decide. Uh, well, I mean, he's like what six months away from getting his own apartment. You know, so <laughs> he <is. laughs> he really he's is. actually been divorced twice. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, and both both times the reason he got divorced, he was
1: just too young to get married. So. <laughs> he was. Yeah, he is fourteen now. I think yeah. he's ready to commit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's He's been through the gauntlet, man. This next time's gonna work. Third time's job Oh, oh my God! So so
2: Courtney has some friends in town from Miami, and they have two fourteen-year-old teenage girls, and and it's so crazy because they they like we ask him to take a picture of us, and these two kids. Take so many photos for Instagram that both like professional photographers. So she literally, she grabbed the thing and she's like, pop, pop, pop. She took thirty five pictures in two seconds, and we don't know how she did it. <laughs> mm. And they're perfect. Yeah, yeah. Every single one it was just like, oh my god, how did you do this? Like, I look amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I did. That's what
1: these kids do these days because it's crazy. I I, uh, I coach a team of uh, of sixteen year olds in hockey, and we won a big championship game over the weekend, and. Our trophy was this big bowl, so we went out to lunch to celebrate it, and uh, I poured a beer in it and drank it out of there because somebody had to. They were all sixteen. <laughs> and, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I had you're being a responsible had, adult yeah, after all. Way, way <laughs> that's to jump right. on
0: that grenade. That's that was good of you.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it was no problem. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, so I had the other coach take a picture of me doing that, and same thing. He took like he's only twenty seven, and he took like fifty pictures, <laughs> and. One selfie. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, when you're scrolling through all those fucking things, you got to see the guy's face going, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) So I guess it must be something kids do these days. Yeah. Okay. Divorce. So not every marriage ends in divorce. Some are actually successful. Of course, a long marriage doesn't necessarily equate to a happy one, We all know of couples that never get divorced but probably should, and I think it's normal to get fucking sick of the constant goddamn grind of the same person farting and snoring and the way she coughs and sneezes and you just want to reach over while she's sleeping and squeeze every last bit of oxygen out of her body until she's on the verge of death. But at the last second, your first aid training kicks in (laughs) and you start CPR. Greg! And you bring her back from the brink and she finally breathes again and you catch a whiff of her bad breath and then you start the process all over again. I'm sure that's what happens to some couples. Uh, For others, there's We'll be right back.
2: (laughs) (laughs) On a very special episode. On the final episode of History Defeats
1: Itself. Why is Jen coming in here with a butcher knife?
2: <laughs> now this is like the moment where like our podcast will be divided into pre Greg prison, post Greg prison. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not a murderer.
1: I yeah. just thought that would be funny.
2: <laughs> yeah, no no no. no, 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 Yeah, murder's hilarious.
1: Greg, uh, she does drive me crazy, and I I think it's funny because like all of us are in long term, um, some of us not monogamous <laughs> relationships, <laughs> some of us in multiple, some of us yes in monogamous relationships. We're in these relationships where you Who's have who? got we we were already living with their uh, their idiosyncrasies and <laughs> and we just have to accept them because you can't fight them and or, or learn to love them
2: learn to just find them endearing because you're just like oh god I can't kill you so I might as <laughs> well like, I should just take all this in I know that's not, like Courtney and I have like definitely had conversations or we'll say like like when we lost when we lost the the second time we had a miscarriage and and we we both have pretty dark sense of humors and that's how we kind of process things and so uh we were like making some jokes about our you know dead baby and yeah, and like one of, our, one of our one of our friends like one of our friends like, really thought we were serious about, you know, s- things we were saying, and, and and then one day she was like, yeah, like, you two are the guys who would, like, drown a baby. We're like, what are you talking about? We're not, we wouldn't drown a baby. And she's like, no, you said, th-. I'm like, that's how we process uh, grief. Grief. <laughs> so, I don't know yeah. why. I
1: just had to that's, share that story. That's terrible. That's yeah dark. But, uh, I have a morbid sense of humor, too.
0: Yeah. So, it's, we all do, Yeah. 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 That's why we did it? If the audience anyway, only knew how much stuff doesn't make the final episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so far,
2: I, most of this episode.
0: <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> what I think is funny is that Jennifer and I have been together since 1993, and she's still coming up with new ways to annoy the fucking shit out of me mm-hmm. that I never knew existed before. And one of them is she's like recently taken up snoring, and she never used to.
0: And I don't know why she fucking you, started. You say it taken up like like she's like <laughs> one night yeah. she's like you know what she, I need to start snoring. I want to get in on this.
1: Yeah, well, I think it finally
2: happened. I'm going to start knitting or snoring. I'm going to do one. (laughs) She probably has
0: sinus issues, but you
1: don't care. You're just like, meh. I don't care. I I fucking, like, I've been snoring. At least I have had the integrity to snore our entire relationship. Yeah, be consistent. She can't just be popping this in now. Mm -hmm. Well,
2: maybe, maybe what it is is it's her body being so tired of you Her body is trying to kill her, but just doesn't know how to do it yet.
0: Yeah. It's trying to choke her, but she's...
2: yeah snoring kill you? Right. What? Does snoring kill you? Well, I mean, it's like a... It's an oxygen problem when you snore, right?
1: Could be like a deviated septum. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. I didn't think that. That was. Uh, I know what well, my next maybe? topic's going to be. scoring. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that one's going to be riveting. <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely going to fall asleep during that one. <laughs> From, well, I, I'm sure I, I find fair, new ways to. I know the shit. Heard no, show.
0: Greg, do you re- are you serious? Do yeah, you really no, think you do? I don't you know, know do? if you know
1: my personality well enough. Huh. That's shocking to me. I, I Not easy. That. I've definitely overstayed my welcome. by 29 years I (laughs) mean I'll be honest John
0: and I've talked many times about how we're amazed that Jen hasn't left you yet
1: yeah it's a a common topic in my household
0: yeah like not even like joking like shocked like she could do so much better
1: in so many ways it's really so what do you think it is about me like what's my biggest character deficit
0: oh Jesus I've been waiting for this moment for three years
1: (laughs) 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 see I got nothing I got stuff on you guys but apparently, you just like to joke about it, but you know I'm a pretty good
0: guy. Well, we're all good guys. Doesn't mean They're... I don't find you guys annoying sometimes. Right. How about the fact? Okay, so how does Sheena deal with the fact that you're literally a
1: nightlight? <laughs> <laughs> I thought my lighting was better today, is <laughs> it not? She, she, has, she has transitional lenses. So, like, the closer she gets, the darker the <laughs> yeah, lenses. Yeah, she gets. Get. Her, her, her eyes are like sunglasses. How that oh, better? That's better. No, that's better. Not, not at all. Not <laughs> you me. know what
2: it is? Here's what it is, because so so I think you have the same kind of I think you have the same kind of skin tone as my ex wife, and she li- literally she was like she would put on makeup, and it was like all of a sudden she had a face. It was crazy, and she would joke about <laughs> it because like her everything was like blonde. I'm saying everything was blonde, so you should you should start wearing makeup. Okay. <laughs> I think that would really bring
1: out your features. Okay, yeah, little rouge. Yeah. Get some, yeah, maybe get yeah. some cheek, some cheek- like the, defining uh, blue eyeliner rouge. on you would be amazing. Oh yeah, that's a good look
0: for you. Are we talking about what annoys us about each other? Oh, I thought we were giving examples. Well, you guys
2: uh,
1: were going to say shit about me, but you can't come up with anything. So.
2: Oh no, I was trying right. to be nice, but now that you okay, let's go for it. So, all right. First of all, you never stop talking, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Complaining, well, really?
1: It's not even <laughs> <Yeah>. just talking. <laughs> yes, it's kind of it's kind of hot in here.
0: <laughs> you know, so. I think what we should do, John, is we should we should think about what. We should say what we think Jen would find really annoying about him.
1: Oh, good idea cuz she's going to listen to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think yeah, I think certainly be... the talking and complaining part. I mean, that's got to get old. You know, the temperature, it's complaining about the temperature. I mean, I, yeah. I you hear it every single Well, you hear it think, every day, too, John. You know what's you know
1: what's mm. worse than uh complaining about the temperature is I just talk about the temperature. <laughs> 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 it's true. He likes to uh, he likes to give like updates of what's happening yeah. with his body. <laughs> yeah. How the I air feel that's touching it. How I
0: feel in the climate. <laughs> Maybe you should have been a meteorologist. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't really care how it affects everybody else.
0: Okay, okay. Greg's all like you would have been a really <laughs> and, shitty meteorologist thing.
1: And, right. and coming from
2: the east, it's gonna be uh, you should put on a sweater. <laughs> then uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I should put on a sweater. <laughs> I don't care about anybody else. Right. But I, okay, so but but I I do think. Like I'll get aside. Like I do think it is like you love people, right? And you love your spouse and you love your like yeah, I love you guys. I really do. Like I love you guys. And and you know, and and I thank God I don't live with either one of you. (laughs) And sometimes you guys drive me fucking nuts. Absolutely, yeah. And that's what and that's the same thing. Like I know. And I see you guys every two weeks. (laughs) I know. I know, I know. I know. That's how it's annoying just the human, we are. It's
1: just the human condition. Yeah, absolutely, and, absolutely. And you and you have like a ninety nine percent chance of never having sex with me.
0: Yeah, that checks out. So there's always a one percent, man. You just <laughs> you never you can't ever rule it out. You Never know. But you know what? I think it's, what I think is funny is I think I think it depends on the person too because, like, I, I have friends that. I don't that never yeah yes you guys do annoy me sometimes but I do have friends that never annoy me and I think that but (laughs) here's the thing here's the thing but no no no, I think I think that of all my friends that have you know strong character strong opinions strong you know that 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 have that that have like that say what they feel and aren't like reserved about stuff they are more the people that can annoy me sometimes but that's good i gravitate towards people like that i want yeah. that honesty you know what i mean like that i think is the strength in a friendship or in a relationship just because yeah. you know i mean just if someone ne- if someone never really annoys you then then maybe they're not totally being honest with you you know that's a good point point. and
1: it's got you liking yourself a little too much yeah <laughs> and every- everybody needs to be dropped down a couple. Of- <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, hey, sometimes everybody. I hang out with
0: people and I'm like, God, I really am awesome, aren't I?
1: <laughs> just for the charitable work you do for hanging out with them. Yeah.
0: Because you yeah, need to you, you need to yeah, you need to be grounded every once in a while and, and certainly a partner does that, like more than yeah. you know, it will 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 help ground you as a general rule. So just hopefully not too much where you don't think you can coexist. Right. I think I think ninety two percent of Courtney and
2: mine's relationship is telling each other how bad our breath is. <laughs> I really do think
1: that's like what What's the other eight? Which is close. Uh, <laughs> mouthwash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which
2: you think that would be more of a balanced number, but yeah, we don't take the. Maybe you should just do the mouthwash more often. I mean, my <laughs> God. Yeah. But well, so last night I was like, and I brushed my teeth, but anyway, so last night I I went and met her and her friends, and and we were at the last bookstore, which is this really cool bookstore in LA. Okay,
0: I read. I read. We get it.
2: No, I don't It's just a cool book story It really is neat But anyway Did I have a coffee shop in there? No But I I said something to her And she goes Oh god She goes You have to do something About your breath And then I didn't (laughs) Then like five minutes later I went like (sighs) And she's like Alright, I'm gonna get you some gum (laughs) And she did She went and got gum From her friends What were you eating then? What were you eating before that? Apparently a turd, <laughs> <laughs>
0: a dead bird you found yeah. on the road. Yeah,
1: I don't know. A dead bird that was dipped in poop. <laughs> no. Hey guys, should we get started? <laughs> no. Wait, have we not started? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it's about divorce. <laughs> oh, oh.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. But
1: you can't. You can't have divorce without love. <laughs> and can. bad breath. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm more than willing to switch topics right now <laughs> to just talk about <laughs> our relationships. I bet you the listeners would love to hear this. Because Jennifer and I have been in bookstores before, where we've been knowing the shit out of each other. I remember <laughs> once we were at Barnes and Noble, and I was in the magazine section because that's as deep as I'm willing to go in the literature. And she, <laughs> and she was like showing me these books, and she came walking by, and I was, you know, bookstores are quiet like a library. And I just <laughs> farted so loud when she came by,
0: and she just did a 180 and walked away. That was a good move on her part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the quiet oh. bookstore fart.
1: The history... I'm sorry. I forgot, I forgot the adjective. The heartbreaking history of divorce. <laughs> <laughs> this is on an article by Amanda Foreman, who's a historian. In the United States, the probability of a first marriage, marriage lasting for 20 years has decreased to about 50 50 Multiple studies have shown that women bear the brunt of the social and economic burdens that come with
0: divorce. I'm actually surprised it's not even lower than 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you. Oh. Okay, well. Sadly, y-
1: you you think more than I would have thought you that I less less I would than have 50, thought 50-50 can survive a 20 years?
0: Can year survive marriage? 20 years, yeah.
1: There's also yeah, that's true if you if you actually consider like death too. Croak and not it like 20 years. <laughs> I didn't even think about that when I was
0: reading this. This doesn't count spouses murdering the uh, (laughs) the other person.
1: I was thinking more like natural deaths, okay, (laughs) as opposed to murder. I wonder how many people get murdered. When are we going to turn
0: this into a true crime podcast? I've been trying to do this
1: for years. (laughs) When
0: one of us commits a
2: crime,
1: (laughs) well, that's not too far off.
2: (laughs) That's we're going to solve it. We're going to like the whole thing's going to be
1: like, and then this happened, and then at the end, surprise, it was one of us. Ever murder your significant other? Other. I mean, everything I've ever learned is that it's, we're always going to be like the f- suspect number one. Absolutely. I don't, I don't want to murder anyone.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a few people I'd, I would probably pull the trigger. No, on. no.
1: Have them murdered, yes, but I don't want to do the murder. <laughs> I'm just not cut out for it. I'm not. The quickest route to poverty is to become a single mother. The right to divorce was meant to be a cornerstone of liberty for women, and for centuries, divorce in the West was a male tool of control a legislative chastity belt designed to ensure that a wife had one master while a husband could enjoy many mistresses obviously this was written by a woman <laughs> <laughs> and and a
0: while ago right or was it no it's recent oh uh,
1: well she's describing like the uh old timey marriage yeah old timey marriage yeah. how how they kind of cuz you guys don't get mistresses i don't think do you we don't have mistresses
0: no I don't, that, I don't think Well, you that's know. the
1: only part that could be not old-timey, though.
0: Yeah, that's probably true.
1: You're missing the old-timey part. Oh. Yeah. It's as though having denied women their cake for so long, the makers have no wish to see them enjoy it. There is no point trying to pin down where things went wrong for women because, when it comes to divorce, it's not clear that things were ever right. Still, that shouldn't prevent us from exploring how the modern concept of a legal divorce came into being or from dismantling many of the myths that surround the history of divorce.
0: Greg, is this going to be another thing about how white people, white men suck? There's
1: a lot of that, but I just figured, you know what? We've been really heavy-handed lately, so I cut most of that out. Okay, Just know know that white men do suck, and there is systemic racism, (laughs) and there always has been, Mm -hmm. and it affects people that have been divorced. Sexism and racism. It's all just... Mm -hmm. Like everything else Just know that Maybe we should read something Like when you do your intro (laughs)
0: Just a blanket statement
1: Yeah We're a comedy podcast And white Just in case you don't know
0: (laughs) Yeah If you're a first time listener Let's lay some ground (laughs) rules here If you're white and male You're not a good person (laughs) You did this to us You did this to society
1: Yeah we gotta change the format Of our our podcast (laughs) I think So Guys, the most celebrated divorce case in history remains that of Henry VIII versus Pope Clement VII.
0: I didn't know they were ever married.
1: That's not—no, he didn't marry. No. Like, this is—because when you get divorced, you got to separate from the church. The The battle began in 1527 when Henry tried to force the Pope into annulling his marriage to Catherine of Aragon. Who? Had failed to bride him with a male heir. Which is pretty fucked up, and that's totally legit. Determined to make the younger and prettier Anne Boleyn his wife, Henry finally broke with Rome in, 15, in 1533 and declared himself the head of a new church, the Church of England. Which was actually kind of cool. He didn't name it the Church of Henry. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to start a new church, <laughs> I would have done that. Branch yeah. Henry. The collateral damage from Henry's unilateral decision was a way of life that stretched back for more than a thousand years. So, yeah, uh, if Helen's face is said to have launched a thousand ships, then Anne's closed a thousand churches. Yet her ascendancy over Henry did not survive the stillbirth of a male heir. A mere three years after the controversial marriage, Anne was convicted of treason, adultery, and incest, and she was subsequently beheaded. So that's not great. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like she had it coming. <laughs> I mean, it seems it seems you like can't it. give a king a dead baby. No, you, you can't. You can't uh, a male baby. It doesn't matter if it's a female baby. No, no, so no. They 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 applaud that. Yeah. They they like that for sure. It's generally assumed that she caused the floodgates of divorce to be opened in England, never to be closed again. As with assum- with most assumptions, appearances can be deceiving. Henry's marriage to Anne led to precisely one divorce. In 1552, the term was not even used again until 1670. In fact, while Protestant Europe was beginning to embrace the idea that there could indeed be justifiable reasons for ending a marriage, uh. Yeah, England actually made a lurch backwards. Not only did Henry VIII's new church come out against divorce under any circumstances, but it also far outstripped Catholic Europe in restrictions on granting of annulments. So basically it was kind of like do as I say not as I do.
0: Do. Do as I say not as I do, yeah. That's you know, it's funny like I wonder I wonder where it when it became a thing to like Unite in the eyes of God for a man and a woman, because yeah, that's where marriage started, right? I mean, it was in the eyes; of, it was all about God. But I wonder why why that became a thing. Is that true? Is it? Was it all about God? I feel like it had to have been. Yeah, because I, that's why I, that's why divorce was frowned upon because of because of the religious aspect, right? Well, yes. I think
2: it t- turned into that, but but I think if don't, don't know if you go back to pagan like rituals and you go further back than that, I, I think I think different cultures. Uh, and you know, like society throughout they history of marriage, marriage, though right. But they had, I think they had monogamous unions where they had some sort of celebration.
0: Don't Poke holes in my question, <laughs> but no, I, I that's that's a fair point. I have nothing I, to I, back I it up. I would, <laughs> neither nor <laughs> do I. <laughs> I just <laughs> when, I was just curious, like why you know, because it's interesting that, that you know to think about wit, why that was, why that union was, why why divorce was frowned upon. You know what I mean? Like why, in the eyes of religious people, was that, is, was that ever frowned upon? Who cares? You know what I mean. Greg. I you could say that about a lot of well, things. Well, religion.
1: religion, religion, and churches used to rule your entire fucking life,
0: and but I wonder why they they decided that once you were married, you could not get out of it. Like, what 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 benefit does that have to where they would because make that it was
1: because it typically wasn't men that wanted to get divorced; it was women because they were dealing with these abusive fucking asshole men. So it was a way and to protect the men. It wasn't a way to protect the men. It was a way to. Entrap women,
0: but I'm sorry. Protect protect the men from losing their their wives. Yes. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. It's
0: it's kind of it's pretty it's pretty I up. mean,
1: our,
2: we really do need a statement at the beginning of every podcast. I I really I think I think yeah. What
1: well, did you think the topic of a divorce was going to be happy? No, I did. Which <laughs> <laughs> Louis C.K. had this uh, thing back when this guy was, uh,
0: before he was canceled. <laughs> before before and, he and, was a masturbating pervert? Yeah,
1: no, he was still like, and and I didn't necessarily think it was that funny, but he was talking about the fact that he got divorced and he said like all of his friends were coming up to him going, oh, I'm so sorry you got divorced and it's terrible. And he's like, have you ever seen a happy marriage in a divorce? <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of makes sense. It's a good point, yeah. yeah. But I, all, I too know that a lot of people are devastated by divorce and it doesn't seem like it's a happy time.
0: But it is interesting though. Like, I feel like, you know, my, my, my parents are still together. They'd certainly had their ups and downs. And there were times where I, you know, during the downs if, that I wondered if, are they, are, is it a stay together for the kids situation, you know? And I, I don't know one way or the other, I've never talked to them about it, but I, I do th- do you you know, want to call him on the phone right now? Yeah, let's 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 do it. Yep, that's good. You know what? This will be a call-in show now. I think that should be that should be a new thing. But I mean, obviously, Stay together for the kids is a is a is an, is a thing that people know. I think it's even a, a Blink One Eighty Two song. But um, <laughs> who, who knew that? Well, you would stages. know that. <laughs> I was never really a fan, but it's a good, it's a decent song. But I'd, I've never. I, I would only know if it was like an Asia song. Yeah, that's true. You yeah, know, Toto. But I mean, it is a concept and, it, and it's, it's, I, I get it. I, especially now being a father, I totally understand it. But at the same time, it's awful that people do that because you get one go, you get one chance. And if you're, if you're not happy, man, you gotta, you gotta figure out a way to be happy in my mind. So it it sucks that people feel, you know, trapped. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a poor word choice, but, but, but forced to stay in a marriage because they don't want to upset their children. It's, it's. You know, right? Because their children are upset anyway, because they're watching their parents be yeah, assholes. They're watching each other. them fight, or yeah. you know, worse. And yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's 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 just a bad situation. We're gonna get into that in a little bit, a little bit more, a little deeper,
1: um, kind of like the free will of people that are involved in relationships that decide that they need to terminate them. But that's coming later because we're like, still in the like, fucking terminate terminate right. them. Yeah. I mean There's a lot of murder uh, yeah. in the show. Greg really wants to kill someone, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> my co host. Okay. I'm uh, worried about whoa. Jen right now. <laughs> she's fine. Although I don't really hear any she's supposed to get some hot wings. For oh dinner. nice. So, You're so... like, I don't hear hot wings. <laughs> she's in my good books right now.
2: <laughs> I love Jen. She's awesome.
1: She's the best.
2: You guys I, you guys I, I, we all three. We all three got good we have good human beings
1: in our life for sure. We sure do. Courtney got a rough partner.
2: She did. No, yeah, no, no. She definitely... Uh, I said, she oh, please. That. He's a gentle lover. Look at I, him. He, and you would know more than anyone, Kevin.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've got over this. I haven't given you the shot
1: yet. So this is making me sad. <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep going? Yes. I
2: okay. think this is what that one shot by Eminem song... I think that's what this is about. <laughs> you, you only get, get one, one shot.
3: shot.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Church of England's resistance to divorce was so strong that the only route to a divorce was via an act of parliament. Literally an act of parliament. You had to fucking get it approved by both houses. Jesus. Not not surprisingly, few people had the means or inclination to expose their private unhappiness to the press, the public, and 800-odd politicians. When a divorce law was finally enacted in eighteen fifty-seven and the floodgates were opened, the number of divorces in England in English history stood at a mere three hundred and twenty-four. Only four of those were brought by women. A husband needed to prove adultery to attain a divorce. By contrast, this is where you might be surprised, but it's not, not gonna really be fair. A wife was required to prove adultery and some other especially aggravating circumstances to have the same grounds. Over the the years, women learned that brutality, rape, and desertion did not count. In fact, Parliament seemed hard-pressed to say what did until Jean Addison launched her case in 1801. She won on the basis of Mr. Addison's adultery with her sister in their marital home so this guy it's a lot Madison working was, against him there That's was little... yeah he was, he was banging his wife's sister in, in their, their bed yeah that's 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 well
0: in their home that's true there wasn't specific yeah you oh, yeah. you you, you think it was in the, kitchen in the bed yeah <laughs> which is way better you know it's where the kids <laughs> yeah. eat you know i mean it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it is it is it's funny like how you know it, how how it was where where you know a, a man all he has to do is approve prove adultery but like the woman, it couldn't just be adultery because you know, boys will be boys, you know? And then, and it's still the same. I mean, think about the way when Trump was talking about grabbing women by the pussy. It was like, oh, that's just locker room talk. Boys will yeah. be boys. It's like, wait a minute. He's, I'm pretty sure he's talking about assaulting a woman. Rapeys gonna be rapies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just fucked up because it's like, I mean, talk about history defeating itself. I mean, we just, we, <laughs> we're not that much different from what, was it 1801? I mean, give me a break. Man. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It's so fucked up. And thanks for
1: highlighting that, Kevin. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Can't you talk about something fun? What? So here's, a,
0: here's a question. <laughs> why so, why so. do you pick topics that are depressing you, horse's ass? <laughs> because marriage was already taken. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did this know. to me. Rainbows. <laughs> I talked about marriage? <laughs> no, I did, oh. actually. That was my topic. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't you? you yeah. And dating.
0: And, and dating. dating yeah. Anxiety. Death penalty and taxes. A lot of Greg. A lot of Greg stuff.
1: Sorry, I didn't talk about my trip to fucking South America. It was nice. Like a douche. I uh I
0: uh, when I was leaving work today, I was talking to my coworker who listens to our show, and she was like, and I was like, "We're recording tonight." She's like, "Oh, nice, you're nice." I'm like, "Yeah, it's a Greg." I'm like, "So it's probably gonna be about Greg." (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, "Oh, my anxiety." Started laughing ha, But she, ha, then she but then she said I really like Greg's episodes <laughs> So you have that going for you That's But nice. she did Thanks. laugh pretty hard When I said that it was going to be about you Anyway continue <laughs> Okay That didn't hurt my
1: feelings at all Not at all Just going to push that down Push that feeling down All the way down to your feet All the way down. And I don't know anything about divorce. I've never been divorced, nor do I ever want to get divorced. So, it's not about me this time. It's about John. That's true. Be respectful. Before Mrs. Addison's successful suit, the best a woman could hope for was a legal separation. Such arrangements were under the jurisdiction of the church courts. Litigants of either sex could sue for separation on the basis of life-threatening cruelty or adultery. Women who obtained a separation from bed and board, could live apart from their husbands, often on an allowance fixed by the court. The process was expensive and torturous. Hence, there were only a few dozen cases a year. And at that end, no matter what grounds for separation, a wife was still required to be chaste and obedient to her husband. Unless there were truly extenuating circumstances, she'd expect
0: to lose custody of her
1: children, too.
0: So they threw they held that over their heads too to to make sure that they cuz you know we we talked we talked about it last week or last episode was about, about that motherly instinct you threaten to take that away and then all of a sudden it's like okay I'll stick around with this abusive asshole yes
1: hmm. yeah dudes are dicks we do dick things mm-hmm. we do and i think that we do a lot of dick things by sheer force it because we don't have we can't match wits with women <laughs> <It is every laughs> that's time. true, so the only thing that we can win with is just muscle or muscle
2: yeah, and, aggression
1: yeah and, aggra- and that's... Well, stupid that's, that's
0: the way human beings have have evolved, i guess It's amazing we don't uh we don't this comedy podcast doesn't grow more you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is true we uh yeah, okay,
1: so uh this article. About the evolution of divorce by Bradley Wilcox. This kind of had a. Since the last one was basically uh, a little bit uh, from the female perspective, this guy is kind of a dick, and I'm going to admit a lot of what he wrote because it sounded a little bit sexist. But I might slip something in accidentally. That's pretty sexist. No pun intended. In 1967. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm going to put on some candles. Hold on. <laughs> in 1969 governor Ronald Reagan of California made what he later admitted was one of the biggest mistakes of his political life seeking to eliminate the strife and deception often associated with the legal regime of fault based divorce Reagan signed the nation's first no fault divorce bill the new law eliminated the need for couples to fabricate spousal wrongdoing in pursuit of a divorce, no-fault divorce gutted marriage of its legal power to bind husband and wife, allowing one spouse to dissolve a marriage for any reason or for no reason at all. In the decade and a half that followed, virtually every U.S. state followed California's lead and enacted a no-fault divorce law of its own. This legal transformation was only one of more visible signs of the divorce revolution then sweeping the United States from 1960 to 1980 the divorce rate more than doubled from 9.2 divorces per thousand married women to 22.6 divorces per a thousand married women. this meant that while less than 20% of couples who married in 1950 ended up divorced about 50% of couples who married in 1970 did and approximately half of the children born to married parents in the 1970s saw their parents part compared to only 11% that were born in the 1950s. Now, that was a lot of numbers, guys. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hope you were able to follow along. Mm -mm. If you want me to repeat anything, Mm -mm. I'm not gonna. Mm -hmm. Because I've been drinking and all these words are starting to go baby. (laughs) (laughs) Words. (laughs) When do you you think people started actually using
2: beds (laughs) Like, what do you think they went from just sleeping on a board to the ground to they started putting soft things down to lay on? I had I
0: had a conversation with Sheena one time where I was like, <laughs> I wonder, I wonder when people decided that that like when couples decided they should sleep in the same bed because if you really think about it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, there's no reason to sleep in the same bed, right? Other than sexy other time. than other than love.
1: But I Snuggle, mean,
0: like, like let's, let's be honest. I, I, so, okay, so we're not we're not really cuddlers. Um, Who, me and you? Yes. Okay. Because Greg um, and I cuddle. Yes, All I know hard. you do. I know you do. Hardcore cuddles. But I mean, if you think about it, you get the you get a like. Okay, have you ever had a situation where the wife's out of town, or or maybe she Matibation? sleeps downstairs, and you you you. you you get you you like have all the space. It's amazing, you know? Like that's why we got a king bed, I'm like like I, it's like she's in like a different zip code. It's like it it I just feel, it's interesting to me, I guess. Like why people feel the need to sleep. You guys don't agree with me. You guys like to cut I to
1: actually sleep. do agree with you because I have a king-size bed too and we used to have a queen. Mm. Yeah, us and too. I, I love
2: being a mile apart. It's away amazing. From. It's so amazing. And I have a twin and we can't get close enough.
1: Like if we could get a more narrow bed we would. <laughs> You guys are actually working on permanently fusing your genitalia.
2: Like we, we like to cuddle. Like we do like to cuddle before. Like we both cuddlers, so we like to cuddle before we go to sleep. But then once we go to sleep, it's like we can have some sort of bed that just parts. Right? Yeah. Like we don't,
0: like, we don't Maybe need to just touch have it. a wall that appears yeah. between something, the two of you. Yeah. yeah. actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah. That's not a bad idea. Like yeah.
1: the bed that can sense when you're sleeping, and it just is, turns into. <laughs> Fucking Red Sea and Moses stands there and just separates you.
0: Yeah, I just feel like the Costanzas had a good idea there, you know? Yeah. Slipper beds. I mean, well, I think a lot of, like, older, like, I don't think my parents,
2: even when my parents are, like, you know, like, in the same house at the same time, I don't think they share a bed that often just because I-, I think they're, you know, they toss and turn and yeah, all this kind of stuff. And so it's like, if they and I, I know, like, I think my gran- like, a lot of people when they get older, they seem to, like, start sleeping in separate rooms.
0: Well, to to be clear, to, I when I brought this up to Sheena and I talked about it, she nodded a lot and then said, We're not getting separate beds. And I said, <laughs> okay, all right. I just thought maybe I'd throw it out there. You know. and you're like, What about a king bed? And she's like, And five. then, and then yeah, she, but she the was like, We need a fucking king bed.
1: Yeah. We, we've had a king bed for a long while now. And I remember we had to stay at a hotel that had two queens. And I'm like, Get the
0: fuck off of me. <laughs> we sleep the, when we go to a hotel that has two queens, we just sleep in separate beds because it's yeah. like we can't anymore. I'm yeah. like we're so used to having all that space. Yeah. I'm usually drunk though when I'm sleeping in a hotel.
2: Oh, everybody knows.
0: <laughs> you're just usually drunk when you go to sleep. <laughs> yes. You're just drunk. That's, yeah. You're a drunker. You're a drunk.
1: <laughs> yep. At least I don't drink while I sleep. So you think. Because the IV doesn't
0: In the 1960s, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're (laughs) like, Oh, oh, my mouth is really dry. Just grab that bottle of vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go back to sleep, sleeps. (laughs) (laughs) Take me to Night Night Town.
1: (laughs) These guys, it's not that bad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, Pal Maui vodka.
1: Like, you're not drinking right now either. No, I ran out, and I've been waiting on you to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) We're almost there. We're going to get to the most important part in a minute. It's going to crescendo. In the 1960s and 70s, the nearly universal introduction of no-fault divorce helped to open the floodgates, especially because these laws facilitated unilateral divorce and lent moral legitimacy to the dissolution of marriages. The sexual revolution, too, fueled the marital tumult of the times. Spouses found it easier in the swinging 70s to find extramarital partners like John Banks and came to have higher and often unrealistic expectations of their marital relationships. Increases in women's employment as well as feminist consciousness raising also did their part to drive up the divorce rate as wives felt freer in the late 60s and 70s to leave marriages that were abusive or that they found unsatisfying. So I think this next part is kind of the key about how our philosophies changed our opinions about uh, marriage and divorce. Most importantly, the psychological revolution of the 60s and 70s, which was itself fueled by a post-war prosperity that allowed people to give greater attention to non-marital concerns, played a key role in reconfiguring men and women's views of marriage and family life. Prior to the late 1960s, Americans were more likely to look at marriage and family through the prisms of duty, obligation, and sacrifice. A successful happy home was one in which intimacy was an important good, but by no means the only one in view. A decent job, a well-maintained home, mutual spousal aid, child-rearing, and shared religious faith were seen almost universally as the goods that marriage and family life were intended to advance. But the psychological revolution's focus on individual fulfillment and personal growth changed all that. Increasingly, marriage was seen as a vehicle for a self-oriented ethic of romance, intimacy, and fulfillment. In this new psychological approach to married life, one's primary obligation was not to One's family, but to oneself. Hence, marital success was defined not by successfully meeting obligations to one's spouse and children, but by a strong sense of subjective happiness in marriage, usually to be found in and through an intense emotional relationship with one's spouse. The 1970s marked a period when, for many Americans, a more institutional model of marriage gave way to the soulmate model of marriage. So that was all a lot of information, but it basically... I checked out a while ago. Yeah, Yeah. I think you should have because it was very boring the way I read it. But (laughs) I I think it it kind of pinned exactly what our society has done and how we used to view marriage and how I think the three of us or like uh, this modern generation views what marriage is. And it's funny because it's written in, I found... This kind of this kind of yearning for how it was in yesteryear, and kind of not digging so much the way we perceive it now, and it makes it seem like it's selfish the way we enter marriage and what we expect from our partners. I'd let, I'm interested to know what you guys think about that. Wait, it's saying that we're selfish
2: now
0: by entering into. Uh, um, Yes.
1: So what it's saying is, I don't think it's
0: saying that you're selfish, right? I think it's saying that you're just you're just understanding that it's, it can be about you too, and not just about your spouse and your kids. Well, it's it's more like marriage
1: now. Marital success was defined not by successful successfully meeting obligations to one's spouse and children, but by a strong sense of subjective happiness in marriage, usually be found through an intense emotional relationship with one's spouse. So. It's basically, I think, saying that your own happiness within your own relationship should be paramount, as opposed to living to make your spouse happy.
0: I think, I, I think it's a, I think they're, I think they're not mutually exclusive. You know, I think that, I think that those things, you know, knowing that that Sheena is happy makes me happy, and you know, I think you can feed off that and feed off each other in that respect. You know, I don't, I don't think that you know i i I think a lot of what the the shift that has changed is in how we how we view the roles you know and the fact that there was a i was talking to an older person uh recently and like fifty one fifty two something uh, like that <laughs> well, you guys know I do that side gig where i like i talk to uh you know I do the interviews and stuff like that for people yeah, and I usually talk to older people because it's like about you know getting their memories down on uh you know in audio form and I recently was talking to this woman who said that one of the things that she really valued about her husband uh, was that he was helpful and that he cared about helping out the family because he she said that her dad never like he was served his meals. He never picked up a dish. He didn't know how the laundry worked, all that stuff. So, like, I feel like the the shift uh, that there's been a shift in how your role is and that you're free to do like, you don't have to be like a, just a mom, or you don't have to be, you don't have to have just that one role. You can be more, you can be your own person. You can be an independent person still, even when you're in a family and even when you're in a committed relationship. And it's not just the woman. I mean, I think that, you know, we even touched on this last episode with uh, Rahale is that, you know, a lot of times men thought that they were supposed to be the. You know the strong one, and the uh, you know the the provider and the caretaker, and we all. I, I think every like relationships maybe you know can can get stronger by the fact that we don't have those defined, those hard lines and those defined roles. I mean that's how I look at it anyway. I think you're exactly right, and
1: I, I it, when you were describing. What this woman said about her spouse, I was just thinking about my dad because that's exactly how he, he lived. He never lifted a finger, lifted a finger around the house. He never, I mean, he didn't even grill. <laughs> like he didn't. Come even on, it. that's not American I, at all. I, I well, he's Canadian. That's <laughs>
0: not North, North American at all. <laughs> uh,
1: it, it was just the way he was raised, and um, his his mother passed away when he was very very young. So I think the lack of a female role model probably affected him and just where he was in his time and place affected him as well. And it's not like my mom was, was quiet about it. She's like, come on, Alan, you need to fucking vacuum every once in a while. (laughs) And he's like, I'm watching the game.
0: Oh, the voice! You, your voices are awesome for your parents. Well, but it's it's really
2: crazy. His mom sounds like that. He's I know not, you've said that yeah, before. It just what makes like, it so awesome. Like because you know? I knew Greg for years before I actually met his mother, and he did this voice, and I was like, I thought it was funny or whatever. But then when I met his mother, I was like, Holy fuck, he is spot on. Like, <laughs> That is his mother.
1: As she's gotten a little bit older, though, she her voice got a little deeper. Unfortunately, yeah, and it wasn't quite as <laughs> true. It's not Greg it's not quite anymore. Yeah, Greg Mitchell. Yeah, now it's like Greg. You never call anyone. It's like <laughs> it's like
0: <laughs> Freddy Krueger.
2: I, I but I, I kind of go I, I kind of feel kind of the same way Kevin does. Like or I guess the same way Kevin does because I, th- I think it is it's like about if you if you make that your spouse happy and you fo- and then they make you happy and what is that it's a happy happy wife, happy life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not not like but that doesn't and I think that's the thing is like not not meaning that you just resent or hold everything in like what you just discuss everything but it's like like the goal uh, yeah is, i think like, there's like, a the negative connotation
0: team. to that to that i know what you mean yeah. john there's like a negative connotation to that of like oh i gotta make sure she's got what she needs yeah. so that she's yeah. happy so i can go golf and stuff you know yeah. Like, yeah yeah
2: but it is like you know it's like figuring out it's like figuring out how to make each other happy and and being able to like I, I, for me right i know for me like what's what works for me is like finding like how to make each other happy and doing it in a way where you're not you're not giving up something so great, right? Or like like learning how to accept and work with each other and like work through conflict and that kind of stuff. Yeah, Which I've never sure. I've never like this is new to me. <laughs> I know
1: you guys have been doing it a long time, but
2: uh, you know. well, I think took a I while. I think
1: I think the way it is right now, or, or the way we feel about it, is is accurate and <laughs> it, it makes more sense because we actually hash out our feelings and our roles in our marriages and our relationships. And how could that be anything but healthy? I I just think some people like long for yesteryear when dudes were like strong silent type, and their needs were basic, like a steak and a beer, and and slippers, and you know mm-hmm. I do love all are, those things, but yeah, they that's, are pretty fantastic. Yeah. and and you know children are better seen and not heard, and all of these ridiculous fucking things that we would get. Right, because they that. should they should neither be seen nor
0: heard. Right, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. I wear I wear headphones sometimes around Elwood. <laughs> yeah, he's very very loud. There's yeah. a pitch he hits that I'm like, what is that? How are
1: you doing that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kids suck.
2: My uh, my uh, my cousins my cousins. Uh, was well, son, Will, like, you know, he's, like, pretty old, or He's older. But when he was, like, two, he did this thing where he would just, like, walk into a room and he would just do this, like, scream, this high-pitched scream. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, all right, man, you're here. All right, cool. We
0: call well, it the pterodactyl around this house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jennifer and I have some friends who had a, a kid and uh, when he was, like, two years old. He Is it fat. us? No? Yeah. No. Yes. he w- He would just... Com- Screamed so loud, and it was such a high pitch, and it was so fucking annoying. Yeah, that one day we were driving home, I'm, I was telling Jen, I'm like, I can't come back until that kid's like four or five, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe,
0: or maybe fifteen or something, yeah. maybe fifteen. But now the kid's great. <laughs>
1: oh good. Good. So. All right, guys, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a break. Cool. All right, let's get into some stats, guys. This was titled as Divorce Rates in America, 35 Stunning Stats for 2022. Dun, dun, dun. How many stats are we doing? I'm not going to do all 35. No. <laughs> I'm going to do like five. This is by Branca. Hold on a second. I got to turn my flashlight on my phone to make sure. I want to give credit where credit's dude due. Because I didn't come up with these fucking stats.
0: Is the type too small? Yeah. So I got to use my flashlight. Okay, got <laughs> it. See it. Yeah. It's, like, a, it's, like you're, it's like you're out of Denny's. <laughs> Voluta. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Denny Voluta?
1: The divorce rate in America is 2.9 per 1,000 people. Wait, stat. what now? Stat number one, 2.9 per 1,000 people. That seems low. That does no? seem low. It honestly does. That, okay, that's good. Cool. That's encouraging. That is encouraging. Recent divorce rates suggest a decrease in the number of people dissolving their marriage. Oh. How's that for a segue? Well, that's a good. The segue. divorce You're rate welcome. has increased since has increased <laughs> since 1960, but since 1990, there has been a downward trend in divorce statistics. Yeah. This See, suggests thank divorce you, rates. Yeah. No. Yeah. this suggests divorce rates over time are changing drastically, as are marriage and cohabitation trends. By assessing the divorce rates statistics. By year, it's easy to see that the rate of divorce in the United States is on a general decline. So that's kind of cool. Despite Can I make the a local- theory?
0: Okay, I mean, people are getting married later.
1: Yeah, I or not getting married at too. all.
0: But I mean, people are getting and married I, later. Sad about
1: that also. Those
0: are both accurate. like their people. People are people are figuring their shit out. They're they're figuring out. I'm not everybody. I mean, obviously, some people get married young, and I'm not knocking anybody who gets married younger. But like. You know, people are people are taking time to figure out who they are before they find the person that they want to marry. Yeah, you're if they want
1: actually, to, like you said, you're yeah. actually you're right, and yes! I'm looking for the stats that Fuck say yeah. that. Congratulations, <laughs> Kevin. Good job. I'll get to that when I get there, but I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna read all thirty-five of these. It's fucking stupid. Um, in 2017, approximately 787 thousand divorces were granted in America, which means that around one and a half million people got divorced because for every divorce there's two people i don't know if you wait a minute let me let me let me get a calculator yeah
2: yeah
1: i'm gonna wait i gotta get a notepad because oh
0: i'm not doing that by hand
2: fucking mind
1: (laughs) (laughs) according to the census bureau the rate of divorce increases in relation to how many times you marry this means the more you marry the more likely you are to fucking get divorced Mm Hmm. more people file for divorce between january march than any other time of year Some research believe that's because you got a fucked up Valentine's Day gift. Hmm. What? What? Like, how fucked up? Like, you got your walking papers. (laughs) Ah, okay. Mm -hmm. Was that was this research
2: done by Nina Totenberg?
1: She does the Supreme Court. I just love her name. (laughs) Me too. I love that name. Yeah. The lowest divorce rate by state occurs in Illinois, with. With that's a rate of just 1.9 per thousand. Conversely, the state with the highest divorce rate is Nevada, with 4.5 per thousand.
0: Well, that's because people do the whole Vegas married marriage thing. I but you don't, don't get divorced something. there.
1: Mm-hmm. The average length of a marriage in the United States is 8.2 years, with New York averaging the longest marriage with 12.2
0: 2 years. New York? New York. Huh. New hmm. York. But yet, but the most divorces are probably also in New York. No. Mm, no,
1: I don't have any stats on that. God damn it. I could look into it. I'll get, I'll report back to you later. Well, and wait, we'll, I'll put it in history completes itself.
2: Okay. Okay. He's not going
1: to. I'm no. not going to. Nope. No. Okay. The national divorce rate for adults <laughs> aged between 25 to 39 is 24 per thousand pe- people. For adults aged between 40 to 49 of, years of age, it's 21 per 1,000. In contrast, the divorce rates among adults aged 50 plus is 10 in 1,000 people. When looking at divorce rates by age group, it's clear that there are significant differences in demographics. Which kind of, whatever. That's fucking meaningless. <laughs> is, this, is this podcast episode talking you into getting a divorce?
0: Yeah, I, I was talking to Shane about it earlier. When I went well, during our break, I'm like, well, "Yeah, Greg brings up some good points." <laughs> and you're like, "Look, I went screaming. I gotta go. Like I can't do this now." Yeah. You're like, "I'll come like back when it. he's a man. <laughs> I'll step in then." Why are you not taking care of this? <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm recording my podcast. <laughs> I drink whiskey and record. Well, actually, you're
2: doing tequila though. Oh, I'm doing man stuff like podcasting. Like <laughs> said, no one ever. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 a lot of women are like, "Oh, do you podcast?" Yeah, I do. They're like, That's you're you're such a sad man." I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> it's "Like,
0: oh, what did you say that one time?" John, like, "Oh, my little brother has a podcast." <laughs> 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 one of the girls you were dating or something. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. God,
1: that's embarrassing.
0: Yeah, that's not great.
1: Not a great look. No, here here's the age one that Kevin was kind of guessing at, and he was right. Ages twenty eight to thirty two could be the best time to get married. Mm. As we know by now, divorce rates vary by age, but there isn't a linear trend that shows divorce rates increase or decrease as you get older. Still, people who get married in the late 20s or early 30s are statistically less
0: likely to get. Yeah, I think I got married at 30. I think I was 32, I want to say. I was 29. Hmm. Oh, were you that? I didn't realize that. I thought you guys were younger. I was 31. You were 31 when you got married? Mm -hmm. You were 31? Mm -hmm. I was. Shit. And how old are you now?
2: 32.
1: <laughs> A
0: lot happened in that year. I met John right before he got married. Yeah. Wow. I didn't realize... I, I thought both of you guys were younger when you got married. Nope. we were So, John, you, you, you're just blowing up the statistic. I, well, I just make bad choices. So, oh, I yeah, think right. there's, there's right. got to be some sort of,
2: like, calculation for me in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
0: the John Banks problem. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's Scientists are just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so,
1: John alluded to you earlier that... Uh, maybe people are less likely to get divorced because they're less likely to get married. Divorce rates. I think
2: I said it. I don't think I alluded. I think I actually just said the words. Yeah, yeah. no, he straight yeah, up said it. you were it.
1: guessing because you didn't have any scientific... But he
2: didn't allude to it. Yeah, if it it he alluded like to it, coy. he would have like made thoughts about it but not right. actually said it. I said directly what I was thinking. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I wish just was a video podcast so people could just see Greg's face when we say some of the shit we say. I just keep thinking about Rahale,
1: and she said I was, like, abused on this podcast. She, was, she
0: did not say abused. I think right. that's a bit dramatic. She alluded to it. <laughs> see, now you used it correctly. <laughs> see, you can learn. <laughs> Greg did not defeat himself. <laughs> I will later. I will later in the bathroom.
1: Jennifer's gonna be knocking on the door.
0: What are you doing in there? Are you in there again?
1: Defeating myself. With a flashlight. With
2: a fleshlight and a yeah. flashlight. Well you can't see without the flashlight. Well you gotta read nope. the instructions on how to use the flashlight. <laughs>
0: They really should, like, they
2: should make house. They should make lighting for when you get, like, because, you know, you start losing your cones and your rods and stuff. They should make lighting for old people. Yeah. Like they should. It's just, like, you have, like, warm, cold
0: old person, <laughs> and it's just it's like the sun. Does the flashlight have a light? <laughs> I don't know. I really... <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just thought about that. I don't even know. I, I, that's weird. Greg, let us know after you go to the bathroom later. Okay.
1: I will. All right. I actually need to get one. Does Amazon have those? I think they do. I think Amazon Amazon has everything. You can get a flashlight, your flashlight, pen light. Okay, guys. So let me read this fucking stat, and then I'm going to get to the last call, because I'm sick of you fuckers, and i got to get to masturbating. (laughs) (laughs) Although although divorce rates have fallen... I hope this is the right stat, because I can't see anymore. (laughs) Although divorce (laughs) rates have fallen in recent years, marriage rates have dropped too. When comparing marriage versus divorce statistics, it's important to assess the rates in context. In the 1990s, the national marriage rate in America was 9.8% or I'm sorry, 9.8 people per 1000. Currently, this is not the fucking right stat.
0: Cool.
2: Okay. Take a
1: deep breath.
0: This is embarrassing.
2: <sighs> now go look in the mirror and say I'm a loser. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm a loser. I can't I can't even remember what the f- and what the stat was supposed to be about, John? What were you talking about? Oh, less people are getting married, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. good lord! <laughs> I can't find that stat anymore. So, so don't get less people are getting married. So less people are getting divorced. Checks out.
3: All right, guys.
0: <laughs> this is such, such a like insightful podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, that makes Science. sense. Science. Hey guys, you want to get to last call? Is there anything you want to say before last call? <laughs> Other than you're quitting the podcast? <laughs> um, you know, hey, just
2: divorce, don't don't get married to somebody you want to get divorced from. So that's <laughs> that's
1: seems pretty simple. Don't go into a marriage with the thinking, well, if this doesn't work out, I can get divorced. <laughs> um no, I don't I, yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't have, I
2: don't yeah, no. No, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz what am I going to say? It's like I will I will say that like I do know that like 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 I said like like we when I got divorced, it was very mutual. We had a very easy, like respectful divorce. Um was it was it a conscious uncoupling? I would not use that term. But <laughs> um I mean, because but but it was just like we we tried like we and and, and at the end of it we we're just like we're just not right for each other and 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 but it was so hard right even it was like you feel like such a failure and you're heartbroken and you're breaking somebody's heart and it's just like it sucks you know even if it's not, even yeah. if it's done like in a in and in like the most loving compassionate way you can do it it still is just a big shit sandwich
1: it's still a huge failure on your part <laughs> and I failed at so many things so you, I was thinking I'll get this right but I didn't. I didn't get it right. so I remember when John told me he was getting married and he and his reason for getting married was like, neither one of us have been married before. <laughs> I mean, that's you know, valid. It's got to work. It was true.
2: <laughs> we got that first one out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> the only Kevin,
0: other you thing anything? I have to say is that the fleshlight does not appear to be on Amazon. <laughs> I, I looked. It does not. I did not see it. I did see some form of <laughs> Lubricant for the fleshlight, mm-hmm. but not the mm-hmm. fleshlight itself. So, well, right now they're, they're,
2: they're in short supply. They're stuck on yeah. a boat coming from.
0: They're, they're stuck on a boat? <laughs> yeah. There's a fleshlight outside the shortage. port of Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> outside the port of John Banks' house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, guys, we'll save your, your shot because we're going to do it during the last call. Okay. Oh. Okay. No. Don't we usually do it? Right. No, oh, we are gonna do it, like in the do it, and then we say last call. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, good call.
1: Edit out that
0: burp, please. I don't know. I kind of liked it. Okay.
1: As a culture, our values and morals about marriage have tended to... I'm actually kind of drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Good. At, well, here is what's crazy. It's so
2: crazy that you knew you could be drunk, and you wrote that down in your last call. <laughs> that's the part that's blowing my
1: mind. No, I went off. I went off, oh, I went went off script. Off script. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, script. oh, okay. With that last part. Okay. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> here we go. You, John As Banks, a, this I did. As a culture, our values and morals about marriage have tended to vacillate quite a bit over time. While marriage used to be based on partnerships and roles, an imbalance of power was heavily weighted towards men. As more opportunities for women became more readily available and accepted, of course the option to exit an oppressive and abusive relationship was unsurprisingly used. I don't think anyone takes a marriage lightly, and no one would leave one on a whim. Most people that I know and have talked to have not exactly been elated about a failed marriage, but staying in an unhealthy relationship seems to be far, a far worse option. So, Mr. I am I guess I'm telling you that if you love our show and your spouse does not, it's time to go out there and make history by cutting bait. Everyone, let's take a drink to those that have been divorced and those who haven't. <laughs> Cheers. I, I don't know why I wrote that, but I did. Cheers, Mr. Till next time.
2: Ah, That's it.
1: Sorry for drinking so much. (laughs) Strong strong clothes.